There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast, bringing you fun and soulful interviews with spiritual teachers with the aim of tuning you in and lighting you up with your host, George Lizos. Lightworker, welcome to another episode of the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Before we get started with today's episode, I'm excited to tell you that my second book, Lightworkers Gotta Work, the ultimate guide to following your purpose and creating change in the world, is out now and you can order it globally on Amazon. If you're feeling the call to help make the world a better place, but you don't know where to start finding and following your life purpose, I wrote this book for you. It is packed with processes, rituals, and meditations to help you turn on your light and get it to work, so that together we create a better world. When you order the book, you also get a two-hour live masterclass with me entitled Life Purpose Bootcamp, 
during which you'll get to find and define your life purpose in a specific two-paragraph definition. And you can visit georgelizas.com forward slash lightwork to get all the details. In today's episode, we're talking all about healthy eating habits and hacks because, you know, I feel that healthy eating is such an underrated tool for spiritual growth. Personally, one of the most important steps I've had to take to up-level my spiritual path and something that I teach as part of my online course, Intuition Mastery School, is making food choices that support rather than hinder my connection to source. Think about it. Your body is a vessel for source's guidance. When you take care of it with healthy food, exercise, and sufficient self-care, it will naturally function at its best. This means greater capacity to connect with your spirit guides, feeling happy and high vibe more often, receiving clear signs from the universe, and having mental and emotional clarity as to the steps you have to take to follow your purpose. Yes, spiritual techniques and processes are essential in your spiritual path, but they can only take you as far. To go further, you need to ensure that your entire lifestyle, including the food you put inside your body, supports your spiritual growth. Okay, rant over. I'm starting to sound like your mom right now, so let's get to business. In this episode, I've interviewed the best-selling author of Party in Your Plants, Talia Pollock. Talia's magic has to do with simplifying healthy eating with habits, hacks, and practices that will allow you to eat healthily without having to cook for hours. And let me tell you, as someone who hates cooking, I actually had so much fun making some of these recipes. So here's what you learn in this episode. You learn why it's so hard to eat healthily for some people. You learn what are the steps that you need to take or routines that you need to set to eat more healthily. You learn the top problem-solving strategies to eating healthier. And you learn practices and techniques that you can use to save time cooking. When you're done listening to this episode, be sure to come inside your Spiritual Toolkit Facebook group and let me know what you like the most about it. And without further ado, enjoy this episode with Talia Pollock. Talia Pollock is a writer, speaker, author, storyteller, plant-based chef, TV personality, and health and empowerment coach. She's the host of the popular Party In My Plants podcast, and the proud founder of Party In My Plants, an internationally celebrated wellness platform that helps real, busy, everyday people acquire an abundance of energy to boldly take on the world in any way they wish. Talia's simple recipes and spunky lifestyle advice have been featured repeatedly on the Dr. Oz Show, The Huffington Post, Mind Body Green, BuzzFeed, Bustle, Success Magazine, and more. Her first book, Party in Your Plants, 100 plus plant-based recipes and problem-solving strategies to help you eat healthier without hating your life will hit kitchen counters and nightstands on April 21st. Talia, welcome to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Woo, so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh my God, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast because I do not like cooking and I want to learn how to love it. <laughs> Amazing. That's and you're, awesome. And you are the person for that. You provide like yeah. simple, like problem solving solutions and recipes to help people like me start cooking. So I want to, before yeah. we get into the like the meaty stuff, I want to start 
with your own journey of how you discovered healthy eating and how you got into this. Yeah, for sure. And as you say, you don't like cooking. I, I don't love cooking either. And as you'll hear through the story, I cook for a specific reason and that's what it's about. So I'm really excited to be talking to you. If you say you don't like cooking, yes, we're together. So my story starts with um, an eight-year struggle of my health. And I had digestive distress that was just no one could pinpoint what it was, no matter how many poop tests, blood tests, breath tests, every test I could take, no one could give me really any answers. I saw acupuncturists, naturopathics, nutritionists, gastroenterologists, anyone under the sun. And, and the most I could get was you have IBS, mm-hmm. which really just means we ruled out everything else. And like, yeah, your tummy hurts. Tough shit. <laughs> like deal with it for life. And it was pretty much a, a life sentence. And I fortunately was along my journey, um, an aspiring comedian. So I had my, my health struggles over here that were really hindering my confidence, my positivity, my energy, my productivity. I mean, my, my digestive issues led to immune issues, which then led to all sorts of weird ailments and just such a mess. But on the other side, I was an aspiring comedian and I just loved the idea of using words and my mouth and my body and everything to make people laugh, to give them that release and that connection. So I was in Los Angeles working for Adam Sandler's production company, learning, you know, comedy and all that. When I discovered a coconut smoothie. And I was hungry one day and someone said, go in there, get a coconut smoothie. I say, fine. I walk into this restaurant and I order the coconut smoothie and they hand me this, this white, frothy, creamy smoothie. And I look at it and I say, oh, I can't do dairy. I'm sorry. It's just my stomach. And they say, sweetie, this is vegan. Now this was in 2008. I had no idea what vegan meant but I didn't want to cause a scene. I took the smoothie, I drank it. And for the first time in over eight years, I consumed something that didn't make me feel sick. Oh, wow. So I was like, wait, what's this vegan thing? What's happening here? So I proceeded, this was before Instagram. This was before blogs. This was like early dinosaur days. So I would go to bookstores and sit on the floor with like a yellow legal pad and just transcribe every bit of information I could come across about veganism and eating plants and all these recipes and all this stuff. And I learned how to cook for like survival, you know, for, because I noticed how great this living plant food made me feel. So then I go back into my real life. I finish up in LA. I go back to school and I'm, I'm still in college. And so now I'm this girl who drinks, makes her own green juice in her dorm, dehydrates her own kale chips, you know, blends her own almond milk because you couldn't buy this stuff at the time. The only way to get coconut water was to purchase a coconut, crack it open, which was what I was doing in my college dorm. So I felt like a total misfit, a total outcast. I was so embarrassed. I was so ashamed. I was so insecure. And I couldn't figure out how to also be a a member of normal society while caring for my health. So I decided I would choose my health. And I became what I call a health nut hermit. 
And I, I graduated healthier than ever, but more unhappy than ever because I just really felt like I had to choose. So I graduated and started performing stand-up and pursuing comedy, but I had this, this passion for wellness because it saved me, it changed me. So I kept double dipping in the waters here. You know, the, the comedy world doesn't necessarily overlap with the wellness world. They're kind of polar opposites. And then one day, thank goodness, I had the idea to combine the two, to figure out how to combine health and humor and also be able to be healthy and happy and like a normal member of society. And that's, that's what I've done with Party in My Plants and as with me as a human being. Oh my goodness, what a fun story. Like I can tell from my own experience while I worked in London, like a, like a proper corporate job and trying to run my business part-time. And I was so stressed out and I was also suffering from IBS. So it was out of this need that I had to like turn vegetarian and start making my own smoothies at home. At least I can make smoothies. <laughs> that's, that's all you need. That's it. I mean, yeah, smoothies plus. But yeah, so you totally understand. It's it's, And I feel that... that those of us with these health issues are honestly, for the most part, blessed yeah. because we have an immediate reason to take care of ourselves. You know, there are so many people that don't necessarily tune into how food makes them feel or don't have a body that yells at them through their digestion or their heartburn or their skin or whatever. Um, and, and I do look at myself as fortunate for having a body that, that tells me when I'm treating it well and when I'm not. And the, the, like the fact that you are a comedian as well, and you have the ability to communicate wellness and healthy eating in such a fun way that makes it approachable, approachable to people. I feel it's amazing. So, but what are in your experience when you're dealing with like, uh, let's say serious, uh, like rigid people who want to get healthy, but they don't really know how to do it. What do you think are the, um, the struggles or the obstacles people face that prevent them from implementing more healthy uh, food in their diet? I think a few things. I think first, they think it's all or nothing. Okay. It is not an all or nothing thing. It's what I always say. It's your most of the time that matters most. Like our bodies can handle some Cheetos. They can yeah. handle some beer. Like it's fine. It's the most of what we put into our bodies that matters most, which is why my philosophy is simply just eat more plants than you do crap. That's it. Crap being chemical refined, artificial, processed food. If you can prioritize getting more plant foods, fruits and vegetables in your body in a given day, in a given year, in a given week, in a given meal, then you do crap food. That's, that's all, in my opinion, there is to worry about or not even worry about, prioritize. So that's the first thing is this all or nothing mentality. I'd also say that a lot of people don't lead with their, their reasoning first, their why. Like for mm. me, and it sounds like for you, we had a health issue that led us to prioritize what we put into our body. There are a lot of people that haven't yet made the connection between what they put into their mouth and how they feel. But food makes us feel stuff. Like it's not an arbitrary thing that we feel something and we put things willy nilly in our mouth. There is a direct 
connection between what we eat and how we feel. And so when people start to make that connection, to first accept it as fact, because it is a fact, then notice how different foods make you feel. Using that as a reason why to prioritize eating healthier is what's going to make it easy and not require you to rely on willpower or discipline because you want to feel your best. And now you're going to put things in your body that make you feel that way. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So, first of all, getting in touch with our body, basically in tune and just listening to all the messages that are coming up. And at the same time, just being a little bit kinder with ourselves. I mean, like coming from my own perspective, I'm so perfectionistic with everything. I'm like an all or nothing kind of person. And um, seven years ago, when I decided to go vegetarian, I'm like, okay, cutting everything, cutting all meat. And only uh, these past two years was I, was I able to like start listening to my body in a more deeper level and realize that sometimes I wanted to have meat and I had to honor that aspect of me. And it's, it was a matter of learning to accept that about myself, especially with all the judgment going around right now regarding like people who eat meat, vegan, like even against vegans, like vegetarians, so much going on right now. And it was just this self-loving approach of like tuning into my body and saying, okay, what do I really need right now? I think that's, totally. that judgment is like blocking people to such a great degree. Don't you agree? A hundred percent. I mean, for me, after I discovered the plants, I was vegan for four years and I was that annoying vegan that would be like at a rest, like a bar, like, Hey, I'm Tali. I'm a vegan. Nice to meet you. You know? And then I started lifting weights and I started noticing when my husband would eat eggs and fish, I wanted them. And I was like, Oh no, I'm Talia. I'm a vegan. Like I, I don't do that. That was my identity. So for over six months, I fought myself. I want, my body was yearning, was like literally craving that food. And I was like, until finally I, I had some egg whites. Whoa. And I felt fine. I felt good. And I, the world didn't end. And I gave myself that self-loving permission yes. to Put the things in my body that felt good. And now I would say I'm a pescatarian or whatever, but um, again, it's about just prioritizing more plants than anything. And the other stuff, you know, you can figure out what feels right for you and what's easy for you. Such an easy rule. But it rule is about self love. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But it's, it's an easy, like, rule of thumb to have. Listen to your body and then add more plants to your diet and then you're, yeah. you're, you're on the healthy 
path. Now, so we know the problem right now, which is the, um, the all or nothing approach, as well as not listening to our own body. Now, what are some easy step-by-step -step strategies that we can use to start making more healthy choices into our daily routine? Yeah. So I think we don't need to reinvent the wheel all the time. Okay. I think a lot of people kind of like with this all or nothing mentality, we're like, all right, I'm eating healthy. I'm going to make a healthy dinner every night. No, I mean, I, I, I don't enjoy doing that. Like I don't want to make a three course fancy, healthy meal every night, you know? So I'm a huge believer in having like a few meals that you know, that you nail, and then you make them every week. Like I, I talk about in my book that, you know, the, all those important leaders like Steve Jobs and Simon Cowell or whatever from um, whatever show he's on it, and Obama did this, they wore like all black or like a uniform every day. And that was to alleviate decision fatigue and just, you know, they didn't worry about what they were wearing, what they were matching, what they looked like. They just, that that's not what they wanted to waste their energy on. And I think the same can go for food. For those of us who don't find food a meditative experience, you know, there's a lot of people who are like, food's my meditation. Cooking is just my happy place. I'm like, I'm not one of those people. I cook to eat food that makes me feel good. And then I want to get out. That's it. So I have some recipe, like my core, like seven recipes that I just make on rotation and maybe spruce up with different ingredients. Like tacos, this is amazing things to just spruce up. You can vary the beans. You can vary the green that you put into it. You can vary the protein. Like, but knowing that you can have tacos like twice a week or whatever, you can still um, make changes so you're not bored. So I think that variety is not totally necessary, especially when you're because like most of us eat the same breakfast every day. I like, do. I've eaten the same breakfast every day for like four years. Oh my God. Me too. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like, I'm, I'm a creature of habit. I'm all about just eating the same things every single day and week. Like I don't, I don't like variety either when it comes to food. I eat to live Perfect. and be productive and feel good. Yes. Exactly. And I feel guilty so about it. That's the thing. Like what, what, Why? Seeing all, because seeing all these people on Instagram, just posting all these beautiful pictures of God, different like uh, food. I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not very interesting when it comes to food. <laughs> That's totally fine. That's that's, please give yourself that self-love, that permission to just eat what makes you feel good. It doesn't matter if it's Instagrammable or not. And it's funny because I'm on Instagram and I have that issue myself, which is like, I eat like the same thing all the time. And I'm like, <laughs> do I just keep posting photos of my protein waffles? Is that it? Is this just an Instagram feed of waffles? Because apparently that's all I eat. But um, whatever, I just own it. So taking that pressure off and varying the produce as much as you can within like the recipes that you're comfortable with is, is helpful. As well as I'm a huge fan of leftovers. Making, when you make any make many is something uh -huh. that I talk about. If you're getting your butt in the kitchen, like that means you're, you're, you're prioritizing it. You're not doing other things that might be more fun. Might as well make three times, four times the amount you need. Like why not? If you're making quinoa, make four cups of quinoa. So then you can keep eating it throughout the week. So anytime I get into the kitchen, I make so much more than I need so that tomorrow I have lunch like this, or I have dinner like this. And you can just keep repurposing 
leftovers. You can put a variety of leftover things in a wrap. I do that all the time and just throw a bunch of things and then have lunch. Or you can put them on a sweet potato or over a bed of quinoa or into a salad. So getting funky with uh, leftovers can be really helpful in just making cooking much less annoying. Okay, question. When I was at university, I used to do the same thing. I used to, when I had to cook, basically, I used to cook like 10 different like portions of a meal and then freeze yeah. them and then unfreeze them whenever I had to eat. Is that healthy though? Yeah, why not? Okay, okay, frozen right. foods are amazing. I mean, first of all, in general, buying frozen produce can really, really save you time and energy. Yes. It's low cost. It doesn't go bad, clearly, because it's frozen. And usually that frozen produce is actually frozen at peak ripeness. So that's, it's very nutritious and mm. you just take what you need. I mean, I live off of frozen foods all the time. I mean, my freezer's stocked with every, like I just go to the store and buy every bag of frozen, whatever I can find because it's so easy it's and, so and easy. really Indeed. cost efficient. Yeah. So speaking of like time management, what are some tools and practices that we can use to save time cooking? Because for many people, it is the time constraint. Like for me personally, like because I cooking is not my meditative experience, though so I'm constantly like, okay, I just need my stomach to shut up so I can work yeah. <laughs> and focus I'm on my like what I'm interested in. So what can mm -hmm. we do to save time with cooking? Well, freezing is one option, like saving, uh, like cooking several portions per meal is another mm -hmm. option. Are there any other processes you have to suggest? So... I'm a big fan of gadgets. I mean, ah. if it's if it's budget friendly, having a high speed blender like it sounds like you do, really quick yeah. and easy way to whip up soups and smoothies. And and one thing that I had to learn is that a smoothie isn't just for breakfast. Like you, it's usually considered a sweet thing, but we don't have to adhere to these rules. You know, we can have a smoothie for dinner if we want. You know, if that what's what works for your schedule and for your life. If that's gonna, it's if it's smoothie or McDonald's, I'm gonna tell you to get a smoothie. You know, make a smoothie. So gadgets can be really helpful as well. So blenders. I'm a big fan of food processors. If chopping is not something you're into, which it is not for me, a food <laughs> processor does the chopping for you. They make mini ones that are not that expensive. And you can make all sorts of things in them like sauces, pestos, um, guac. You can make banana ice cream. You can make a whole slew, a million things. So that's a really helpful gadget. And right now, another popular gadget is air fryers. And I, I didn't want an air fryer for a while. I was like, Ugh, I don't need another gadget. But I'm telling you, it takes like a sweet potato or cauliflower or broccoli from a head of broccoli to an edible thing in like 15 minutes. Oh, wow. And it is, it's so effort free. Like you just Put it, cut it up, spritz it with like some oil, season it, put it in, and then like you're good. It has changed. I mean, it was before I wrote my book. I didn't have an air fryer, so I, unfortunately, I didn't put any recipes in the book. But it is like, it is like a godsend. It's a wonderful thing. So don't be afraid to rely on gadgets if they work for your budget. They really can take time off. I think that's my problem. I don't have any gadgets other than a blender. I think it would make my life so much easier if I had something like an air fryer just to put like some veggies inside and sprinkle them with my favorite herbs 
and just have my dinner. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So yeah. I feel liberated yeah. right now listening to this. I hope everybody <laughs> like listening is like so like lit up as I am right now because I'm like, oh my God, I can cook. I don't need to feel guilty that I don't cook a lot. <laughs> like there are easy ways I can try. So, and that's yeah. all in your book, Party in My, in your plants, not in my plants. Yeah. Can you tell us more about what the book is about, what your purpose was with the book and what people can expect out of it? Thank you for asking. I'm, here's my book. I'm obsessed. Oh, I'm very, very proud so of this. Beautiful. Thank you. I'm, it's so... I look at this as like my thesis for everything that I've achieved as a person and with my business. You know, it's everything that I know about wellness is in this book. And I am, it's basically instead of dividing it by breakfast, lunch, dinner, it is divided by situations. Because if you can't tell, I'm very passionate about making healthy eating fit into your life rather than encouraging people to rearrange their life over their healthy eating. I believe the exact same thing as you do that it's a we eat to feel good, to have energy, to go do the things that we love in life, not hinder our life to eat healthy. So the book is divided by all these different life situations, like going to a football tailgate, going to a potluck, having a date over for dinner, uh, family brunches, quick dinners. Um, movie nights. I mean, every, like there's a million, when you had a bad day, I just opened to that page. I mean, it's like every, t when you want to upgrade your delivery, it's just tons of real life situations and very easy, comfort foodie, planty recipes and ideas to fit into those situations. Oh, it's and like it's, a book of yeah. life hacks for millennials. I love it so much. <laughs> Yes. And everybody can go on and, uh, and order Parting Your Plants on Amazon. It's available right now. Talia, thank you so much for coming on to the show and sharing all these amazing tools and processes with us. Where can people get in touch with you? Party in My Plants is where I'm at. So on Instagram, YouTube, I have a podcast, Party in My Plants, my website. And then the book is Party in Your Plants. So it's not about me. It's about, about <laughs> you. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. Have a lovely rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at George Lizos to grab your free Lightworker survival guide and catch the next live episode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.